0: First off, these things that we've been talking about are are about like after the fact, after you've already met this doctor, right? And so that's important to know. You can reevaluate just because you booked with a doctor and they gave you like a set of things to do doesn't mean you actually have to go like do them, especially if you don't agree with that person, right? Or they make you feel weird or you're stressed after you leave. You can absolutely find a different provider and you can... You could say to them, "This I, I went to another provider, maybe you don't like jade their opinion right away, but at the end of the conversation, after they've made their assessment, you can say, this is what the other doctor said.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Plies Instructor and Fitness Business Coach. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See Interview Recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the advocational convo I had with Lindsay Moore. I think we made that word up. No, (laughs) I
0: looked it up. (laughs)
1: Okay, well.
0: I mean, I I replaced it. It keeps trying to say a vocational, but advocational is in the Wiktionary. Oh. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So um, in our last episode, if you haven't yet listened to that episode, go back and listen to it now or feel free to pause this one listen to it. Come, Don't listen to it. Then listen to this one and go back and listen to it. You're going to love Lindsay's voice. I'm going to be really honest. She's you very just go sweet. listen to it. If you want to listen to this one first and then the other one, I know people do that just because they tend to listen to things on like the end of the week and then they go backwards in time. It's also fine. It's kind of like um, knowing the answers before the questions. I don't know. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> so you do you. It's really what we're saying.
0: It's like starting at the end of the maze. That's me. Yes, it is.
1: Um, y'all, okay, this is not in our notes, but I just have to say this because Brow wasn't there for this. But um, in uh, when I was on the Kate Wynn podcast, Mom, uh, Me, and Astrology, they said that, like, you know, as with the way my chart reads, it's like really good with like before and afters. I'm, and I I didn't say it, but all I want to say is I'm really focused on the after and then figuring out how to get from there to the before, which is now. <laughs> So, anyways, if you listen to that episode, you know I like it before and after, but for different reasons.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. Okay. All right. Well, before we get started, we got a couple quick things.
1: Hello from Monterey, California. We are, in Monterey. We are at the Balanced Body POT, y'all. We are at this POT right now. We're going to be in Korea at the South Korea POT in Seoul. That is in. I think May. And then we're going to be in Miami for that POT. So like yeah, get, this year. get on the POT train. It's so much fun. It is a blast. Yeah. How do you get on that? That's a balanced body question, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but just know that we're there. So we hope to see you. Yes. And if you're in Monterey right now, well, we're, we're Come here. Say hi. We're in one of the hotels on the main drag. So there you go. You'll
0: see us bopping around the event. Yeah.
1: Can't miss us. We are going to have a table. Yeah. Um, and in a week and a half, we are going to do a pre-sale for the chairs flashcards. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> you guys, I'm so proud of myself because I was, I was really worried that this is going to be another nine month project, but like I've been really meeting the deadlines and the, our team is really got my back and we got a really good system going on. So I'm so excited to say that we are literally a week and a half away from opening up the opportunity to buy them early so that we can hit print and then you will get the best deal on the show, on the, up, I don't know, on the road, on the. In the in the,
0: On the pre-sale.
1: Yeah, you'll get the best deal. It's a pre-sale. It's the best deal. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a regular price when they come out, just so you know. That's so right. If you're like, I'll oh, wait till they ship. You'll just pay more. Thank you. But you can pay less and buy early.
0: Yeah, so we've got a wait list for you. Um, only those who are on the wait list are going to get the hookup. Okay, so you can find that wait list at opc.me slash flashcard wait list. I'm just going to say that again, opc.me slash flashcard waitlist and we will put that in the show notes because I, I know it's a mouthful
1: yeah um and then the doors are already open for our october retreat
0: what
1: yep and if you know you know so that's all we're gonna say about that
0: uh, yk, YK. <laughs>
1: right do we have a question Brad
0: we do um, and uh, actually this question was sent to you over the, the gram
1: yeah yeah it's actually like I think they were to be honest I think they're referencing an old YouTube video so bless them for going back in time because I, um, I don't, I actually don't do Pilates after I weight train anymore due to my schedule. So I had to like go, Oh, let me update you on my life. Well,
0: why don't you read the question? Yeah.
1: Well, I probably should do that. Um, Aren't you in my brain? Don't you all know what it <laughs> says? Okay. This person said, you mentioned you like to do Pilates after you weight train. I do Pilates before I weight train is one better than the other. And what I told them was, wow, thank you so much for like looking at this old video back in that life that I had. That's what I had access to because I actually had Pilates and weight training in the same building. And so I could do it that way. And here's why I liked it that way. First of all, like weight training requires a lot of like stamina and the muscles and strength and then you need to stretch and i actually hate stretching like i actually oh, so this is not a scientific really? opinion this is just my opinion i yeah so require stretching and i hate to stretch oh i but love it i know you it's love juicy. it you also hate weight training so it's like a really <laughs>
0: so i think that's um, what ha- but you're naturally flexible too though
1: yeah but you still have to stretch
0: yeah i know but yeah. that's not my point my point was that i'm naturally flexible and i love to f- to stretch. Yeah,
1: I I am naturally. I'm flexible. not
0: naturally strong.
1: Yeah, um, I think I'm both. Anyways, um, <laughs> so just, I'm
0: just perfect. I'm just perfect know?
1: in all in every way. <laughs> um, no, so um, so why I liked Pilates after I weight trained is because it actually did the stretching for me. Obviously, there are strength components in Pilates, is a strength based workout, but it was really nice and it really like to me prepped me for the next time I weight trained in my. In my opinion, the, uh, the problem with doing Pilates after you weight train is one, you have to have the time and the accessibility and B there's no breaks in Pilates. Like there are breaks in weight training. So for the person who does it before they weight train, the reason why that's an awesome option is because it warms you up for weight training. It gets all your bodies connected. It allows you to be moving from your center right away from your first rep. And you get breaks in your weight training. So if you're like, oh my God, that was a lot. There's like, you know, every after set, like you can just walk around and chat with people for a couple minutes and then go at it again. Like it's, it's, it's weird for me to do that, but you can. So is one better? I've never done a scientific test on this. I haven't seen anything from the Huberman podcast. Just going to say he does a lot of deep scientific research. So I really just think, what do you have accessibility to and is either practice having a negative effect based on the order that you're doing it. If it is, then switch the order or switch the date. Yeah. I
0: think, I mean, you know, like the, the idea is with Pilates, you're going to be moving, moving consistently over 10, 15 minutes, right? You're going to get the blood flowing through your body and that is going to benefit you when you are weight training. Yeah. So I love the idea of doing it before, um, because it gets the blood flowing Doing it after uh, Pilates also, not only does it help you strengthen, but it also helps you stretch. So you could use it as a cool down yeah. in addition. So yeah. actually you could do it both. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I, so I just think like it really has to depend on you and also your body and, and then ladies just going to like remind you of uh, Jen, uh, Jen Pike's podcast podcast episode and also Dr. Bender's first podcast episode um, based on our hormones, our workout schedule has to change a bit. So you're, you may have times of the week where you can do a two a day, like I could, where I could do weight training and Pilates. And then there's days where it's like, are you kidding yourself? You should just be doing Pilates. Um, and if you are, or just
0: do some jumping jacks, good to go.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) And if you are uh, Perimenopausal—that is going to be a whole different ball of wax that you get to experience on your own. Yes, loves. I heard your request. I'm working on a menopausal guest, so stay tuned. The too long didn't read is do it makes you feel good. That's always going to be better.
0: Love that. <laughs> Love that. Okay, now let's talk about Lindsay Moore. Aren't you so excited to talk about her? I am. She's amazing. We love her. Yeah, obviously uh, she was, uh, actually she was the first teammate
1: we we ever ha-
0: hired. Yeah, and if and... you didn't
1: listen to her episode, then you don't know how much we loved her and you don't know how we met. And that's a reason why you should listen to it first. But anyways, Brad's going to tell you about her.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she's just lovely. But on a mission to empower people towards getting the best health care they possibly can, Lindsay is a doula a patient advocacy consultant, a coach, and a speaker. She works with individuals, <laughs> families, and providers to foster great communication to transition well through the different stages in life.
1: Yeah, um, which I, I just want to like point out, we probably have it in our notes, but if you can notice, like she says providers versus doctors. And that we talked about that in the podcast of why like that's a really- Yeah, and gutting. we're
0: not necessarily patients. We are clients.
1: Yeah, love being a client because that means I can take my business other places. It's true. It also <laughs>
0: changes the way you think about it. So, um,
1: yeah. Why don't I jump in? Yeah. So um, I love that she. Um, we brought up this topic that she said, which is like, why don't we speak up for ourselves with medical professionals? So her points on this were that because they wear this white coat and because they have this medical degree, and because we're all raised that like, if you're not a doctor, like you're not, you don't know everything, and <laughs> um, we. Implicitly trust them. and well, well, it's
0: actually like a phrase. It's called white coat silence. Yeah, white coat silence. White coat silence. Yeah,
1: So, and it just means that we implicitly trust doctors that they said so. And this, there's this power dynamic that they know more than me right. about health. And it's like, yes, they did go to school more than you did about the body, but you also know your body.
0: Yeah, you know your body.
1: Yeah. And then also what other things that come into play is just people pleasing in general. Raise your hand unless you're driving. Um,
0: then- well, hold on. Let's talk about that. I, I, You know your body. I think that's good. Uh, uh, that's, that's helpful. You don't necessarily know the science and the medicine, the medical behind your body, but when – the idea here is, you know, your body. So if they're saying, well, then, you know, if they're making assumptions, for example, of like, you know, this, that, this, and you'll be feeling this, that, and the other. And you're like, am I feeling this, that, and the other, you can literally say, I don't feel this, that, and the other. So, because you know your body, right? So obviously they know the, the science behind it, but you can feel it.
1: I had a doctor, like remember when I was with my stomach issues and we had talked to the guy that I ended up working with and he had said, you know, I want you to get, I want you to make sure you don't have any, parasites because if it's parasitic like it doesn't matter what I do we have to get rid of that anyways. Right. So I went to this doctor with my insurance and you know we we in LA we actually had great access to great medical care. We lived in UCLA Medical District so we had awesome access. And the doctor looked at me like I was a crazy person and I was like trying to tell him how I knew I felt and he was like, "You know, all your blood your blood results look good. Everything's in range." And I was like, "But I don't feel good." And so I would like, I would like us just to explore, like, like look another time at this. And it wasn't until I said, you know, I've lost 25 pounds in the last two years with the stomach stuff and that, that got them. So fight for it, like give them more things that, that will advocate and explain why you don't feel right. Even though everything might say you should be.
0: Yeah. I I think. I think that's really helpful, you know, because as you get frustrated, maybe you're actually revealing more information, like in Mm -hmm. your case right there. Mm -hmm. My mom had, I grew up with this idea that um, the doctor knows, but the doctor isn't necessarily right all the time. And I only knew this because my mom had her finger crushed in a garage door, like flattened. And she was, like, young. She was, like, in her early teens. And she went in, and this doctor came in. And I don't even know what the the full story was, but he said something. And my mom, as a teenager, was like, what? That doesn't seem right. And I was young, and I was thinking, like, how did you have the wherewithal to be like, no? And she told him, you can't touch me. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. You need to send somebody else in here. And she like shut this guy down and I don't think he knew what to do. (laughs) And she was just like, "Uh, uh, I don't know what, whatever it was that he said, she said, "Uh -uh, I'm not, I don't agree with this. And that was the first time that I ever thought like, like, I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even realize you could do that. I thought the doctor just knew everything. So,
1: I mean, you can, this next part, which I want to get into really quick before you go into your stuff is the people pleasing part, because it would have been so easy for her depending on how she was even raised to just go, okay, he knows, you know, but people pleasing is like what the preventive that is like, if you don't come in prepared with questions to ask that, then it's going to be really easy for you to like talk to the doctor. And then because you don't want to be a bother, a pest, like a like an annoying, an annoying client, um, you might just like agree with what the doctor
0: says. And yeah, sure. I mean, you can, I mean, I think that most people will think, Wow, the doctor's gotta be super busy. Do I don't wanna I don't wanna bother them.
1: Do you remember the Seinfeld episode where Elaine was like, What are you writing? What are you writing in my note? What am I writing in my chart? And like <gasps> oh. she became like really obsessed with it and then like she was like trying to steal her chart and they're like writing like I don't even I don't remember if they're actually writing anything about her, but I think like we we have this fear that they're gonna write something about us, like that we were like an annoying patient and like, don't like, and I worked at a doctor's office, everyone. And just so you know, never once ever in any of the charts I ever had to work in, did anyone write this person calls too much? Don't answer them. Like that doesn't that. And now if you, if it has happened to you, fuck that doctor, move on, but like, and report them. But, but that's not what people are writing. They're, they're often just really busy and signs. Because I asked her, I said, what are some signs and symptoms that you're people pleasing? Because I think some people don't even realize that they're a people pleaser. And so she said, because it also can be like very, um, you know, specific. And she, this is very, she's like, are you driving home? Wish you'd had asked a question that you didn't. And I remember we talked about this earlier with the recent visit with the doctor I'll never go back to. And I really was trying very hard not to leave without having asked a question. And all I remember thinking is in the car, I was like all the things I wish I just said to her, like, you're not listening to me, <laughs> which would yeah. be the opposite it would be a little antagonistic, but like still, um, please go into your office, visit with your providers with questions you want answered so that you don't have to remember it in the moment. And if you are a recovering people, pleaser, you can just like focus on your list. Yep. What did you love that she said?
0: Well, first I just wanted to say if you're hearing a bunch of crunching in the background, you're not crazy. Our dog has found a bone and he's just out of my reach.
1: Y'all, he hid that in the bed. I swear we had no toys in this
0: room. No, he went outside and he barked, oh. and I opened the door and he came oh, running he back in, that toy in with the, the toy. Yeah, he went out to the backyard to get this yeah. bone. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. This is uh, this is August and he has a toy box and. <laughs> He's always looking for a specific toy. It's not just any toy. There are specific toys he wants at specific times. So
0: it's anyways. true. It is. It is amazing. That was
1: your um, intermission. It was. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, another thing that I'm laughing about. I just looked up on YouTube, um, Elaine and the oh. Seinfeld thing. Yeah. So we're going to include a clip to <laughs> a YouTube video so you can enjoy uh, that. So if you need a laugh right now,
1: oh my God, feel was, free to
0: check the show that notes. That a
1: great episode. That was good. <laughs>
0: So um, yeah, people pleasing—you know—it's—it's it's tough. It's um, definitely—I think one one thing that would be helpful with with that is to write your questions down before you go in, um, because you know it's really easy to freeze in the moment. I've—I've I've done it, you know, like oh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, I don't know, I don't remember, I don't even remember anything. Like last Leslie was like, hey. Uh, we need to take the dog to the vet because he's got this bump. And I, and I call the vet and they're like, Hey, what's wrong with him? I'm like, I can't remember, but I know I'm supposed to call you. So write your questions down. It'll help you in the moment. Um, one thing that I loved uh, that, uh, Lindsay said, uh, she talked about red flags, right. With healthcare providers. And you just kind of hinted at it when you were referencing your experience, um, And you can go back and listen to the actual interview to, to hear the full extent of, you know, the frustration you had. But if you feel like the doctor is talking over you or they're not listening to you or you're saying something and they keep changing the subject or they brush it aside, that's a, that's a major red flag, right? Um, If you leave the office with anxiety, that is a red flag. Okay. And, and, you know, I thought it was really interesting because I think that, um,
1: Oh, I left that office visit full of anxiety. Like I just like I was
0: like not just anxiety, but anger.
1: Uh, anger. And I was like even like sad about it because I just wanted to have a fucking doctor here.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, you mean here here meaning in Vegas. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. I, and I think I I think that um
1: I had to go back to my California doctor and like literally go, I need a blood panel. What right. can you do? Yeah. That is allowed. <laughs> in the, the world that I live in a different state than you. And she's like, here's what we can do. And I'll do that for you. I was like, let's yeah. just do that. Cause that make that answers my questions that I had.
0: Yeah. And, it, and it's frustrating, you know? So, so first off, these things that we've been talking about are, are about like after the fact, after you've already met this doctor. Right. And so that's important to know. You can reevaluate just cause you booked with a doctor and they gave you like a set of things to do. Doesn't mean you actually have to go like do them, especially if you don't agree with that person, right? Or they make you feel weird or you're stressed after you leave, you can absolutely find a different provider and you can, you could say to them, this, I I went to another provider. Maybe you don't like jade their opinion right away, but at the end of the conversation, after they've made their assessment, you can say, this is what the other doctor said. People
1: get second opinions and different prices on curtains and yeah. blinds and carpet and handyman construction how many people like did we building have, a
0: patio i mean h- how many painters. people did we
1: have come to the house about the air conditioner six Th-
0: no three different companies three
1: different companies yeah so you can shop around. and i had
0: two electricians come by two and different we electricians yeah. yeah
1: yep yeah because
0: they because they were like hey we'll come do an evaluation we want to see it i was like great so i just started having electricians stop by yeah yep
1: so you know treat treat your body like you treat your house
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> or your car, but, but, uh, but, um, or don't maybe cause if you don't take care of your car, then don't do it like that. But, um, here are some things you can look for in a healthcare provider before you meet them. Um, so there are now like dating profiles, right? So. Oh my God. Uh, do
1: you remember that ad we just saw the other night? for you maybe it was just me I, I think i was binging my own show anyways there are ads and it is like swiping like a tinder thing and oh that's it's like, hilarious oh
0: she's available tomorrow oh, yes, i was there for that one i was like booked and actually i think that we were just going to mention um your dad, your dad's experience with ZocDoc. Yeah, that was, was, was actually like, the ad
1: we saw. And my dad's yeah. 70, y'all. And yeah. he is like, oh yeah, I just he's on ZocDoc. I thought yep. he loves his eye doctor. He's mentioned it. I mean, he's 70, so he repeats himself. But he has mentioned seven <laughs> times how much he loves her.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the other one is that um, when you do meet them, uh, again, this is kind of, this is now you've met them. So uh, do you feel like you have, do you feel like you were able to build a relationship with the doctor? You know, did they treat you like got to check my, my watch because um I got another patient in four minutes, three minutes, you know, or were they, you know, like, were they basically buried in their notes the whole time or were they actually engaging with you?
1: You know, I bring up like I, I talked about this in the episode that I keep bringing medical people because it really your health can actually be the biggest obstacle to you being until you see it. If your hormones are off, your mental health is off, your body's off. Um, But if you're like, I don't. I this is fine. I just want to say this goes to your vets too. Like, maybe you're like, I love all my doctors. Totally does. We were trying to find a vet here, and we've shopped several times. We've done these several things. And with Bayonne, he has an interesting issue. And the doctors here were unwilling to figure out how to perform surgery on him because we said the last time he had surgery, he had a seizure. And our vet that he was with was able to immediately stop the anesthesia he stopped seizing and she just quickly did the removals while he was still like lightly sedated um but yeah, topical we tropical
0: ha- surgery he's yeah, okay
1: he's fine yeah. so but we had to do another surgery on him and while the vets here are fine and they're absolutely prop- trained whenever we mentioned this allergy or this this event they literally shut down can't do anything
0: yeah they just go um yeah, we we're, we're probably not the provider to help you with that, and it's like what? Okay, that's and crazy.
1: So so this goes to like, it's like learning how to advocate for yourself. Maybe if it's easier for to ab- learn it while advocating for your pet, or your house or your car, try that. But but um but you there's just different signs and things that you can look out for. And our vet in California, which yes, we drove four hours to take him to the vet. Uh, <laughs> Six actually, because I hit traffic. But she did research to make sure she could perform a surgery without him having this thing. And like there I, are, there I are mean, people out there who she, can
0: at the end of the no, Shout before out. before the vets, before the surgery started, we were just there last week. So before the surgery started, she came out into the lobby, she met with us, and she said, Hey, I was thinking about this last night. And I was like, What? Yes. You you spent the time to think about mm-hmm. tomorrow's surgery mm-hmm. before you came in and did it. I mean you know, she's probably done this stuff a thousand times, you know, Mm -hmm. but she specifically read our dog's chart, remembered all the things and then Mm -hmm. thought about it again. And when she said that to me, I was like, you're amazing,
1: and and when she has her own building, we will give her a shout out. She can't, LA people cannot take any more patience right now. So we will give you all of her information when yeah, she has her own amazing. building, yeah. and we will happily send all the dogs to her because yep. she's amazing. Yeah,
0: she really <laughs> is. Well, anyway, so so we're talking about when you're meeting your provider. Do you feel like they treated you like a human? Did they take the time to get to know you? And then finally, when you leave the office. Um, what were you confident in the next steps was it clear was it easy to understand right these are things to look for in a healthcare provider so first is check out their dating profile second is their you know when you meet them do you feel like they got to know you and and third did you leave the office understanding the straightforward next steps yeah. so yeah
1: all right loves it's super important to me that supplements i take are of the highest quality and that's why for 3 years i've been drinking AG1 Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better.
0: All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Lindsay Moore? Uh, Well, so specifically when it comes to being your own healthcare advocate, she said you really need to adopt a client mindset, right? So not a patient mindset, but a client mindset. So you are the client. uh, They are providing a service to you. Uh, and how can you collaborate with them to have the best possible experience? So I thought that was just so interesting because we were talking about it already with all the other providers you would ever bring into your home, but let's just talk about an exterminator, right? If an exterminator is coming to your property and you've dogs in the backyard, clearly you're going to, they're going to say, Hey, would you be so kind as to take the dogs in the house and lock the door? Yeah, of course. No problem. I'm going to collaborate with my exterminator so that he can do the job or she can do the job properly. Like when we, and that just seems normal. That doesn't even, there's nothing weird about that. That's an obvious thing to do, but somehow that gets lost when we are talking with a doctor, you know, in the same way you are in a position, you are a client, you have a hundred percent, you have options to go to another provider, right? And you, they need to, you you can collaborate with them about your health. So I thought mm. it was really interesting to adopt a client mindset.
1: Yeah. And like, if you're like, I don't know about that, you know, like maybe Brad's example is like, I live in an apartment. I don't know. Um, think about the places you do shop and the ones you don't and why you don't shop at those places because you have specific reasons, a specific reasons why you don't eat at a certain place. You've, the That's being a client. That's being a customer. It's being a consumer. Yep. So take that as like your roadmap.
0: Yep. Totally. What about you?
1: Okay. So here are the list of questions you need to write down. <laughs> and if you are driving, then you need to, you know, become amazing at memorizing. Here we go. Um, uh, one of the best ways you can advocate yourself is to listen to the post game. This is when you're driving home in your car. How are you feeling? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel angry? Do you ask Did you ask all the questions? So like, even do you feel things in your body? Like, do you feel better walking out than you like walked in, do you feel the same? If you feel the same. I'm going to go with that's a positive, but if you feel worse, that's, um, and it wasn't like bad news bears in there. You probably, um, with, with diagnosis, like there, there's something to like pay attention to. Um, and she, and then she, asked, she said, ask yourself what's going on in your body. What needs to change moving forward? Are you comfortable seeing that doctor again? This is a big question. Are you comfortable seeing that doctor again? You don't have to have a reason. So this episode hasn't come out yet, but, um, I want you in Dr. Bender's second episode on our show comes out. I want you to be really careful when you think about trying to reason with things. She has a whole mm. segment on reasoning yeah, as humans. We want to have a reason why something feels a certain way, which actually just causes more stress. So if you, if I ask you, if anyone asks you, are you comfortable seeing that person again? And you don't have an immediate. Yeah. And there's like a hesitancy in there. Then something in your subconscious is wondering what, like, wondering something, and it is worth evaluating. To me, that final question is one of the most important that you could ask yourself. And I really hope that this whole entire episode has you thinking about your health in a different way, thinking about your providers that are on your team. This is your team. You guys, when you see like people who are out there, like, what, what you were like, would aspire to these actors, these, not that you want to be an actor, but like these people who are celebrities of some kind, when you see them and you see the life that they're living, they have a team, right? You have a team. Maybe you don't have like an executive assistant. Maybe you don't have, um, you know, uh, a, a, an accountant or, or, or like a social media person, but your doctors are on your team your dog sitter on your team, your vets are on your team. If your team is not allowing you to show up and be the best version of yourself and be it till you see it, then you think of like a football team. If your quarterback is slacking, you're not going to win this game. The other team has to suck worse than your quarterback for you to win. So, so it's so, so important that you evaluate who's on your team and make sure that they're all part of what your goals are. And for that, anything to add, Brad?
0: No, I, I mean, you know, the, I think that the biggest thing I just keep thinking about your pe- recent visit, the drive home was, you we were very frustrated and yeah. that was an, uh, that was a very easy, like, okay, w- moving on, you know, and for me, I, it's funny. Cause I, we were supposed to see the same doctor and she had some, you know, um, patient prior to us that like took way more time than she expected and so we ended up seeing her partner and it was a... You
1: did. You ended up seeing her partner.
0: It was a guy and he was super cool, super chill. I was like, wow, this guy's really like... I felt... I th- I left feeling like we're on the right path. And then you ended up seeing her and you were like, I can't go back to see this person. And, and just, not an option. And
1: just for... Because I don't want to hear it. I literally went seeking a woman. So it's this right. is not me not, not liking a woman over a man. I specifically want a female doctor. I'm still going to look for one. I don't think
0: anyone was assuming that, well, but I just, that's fine to clarify. I just want to yeah. make
1: sure because, you know, I just like, I really am looking for that and I'm going to keep looking. But in the meantime, I advocated for myself with my old provider. I'm getting, I'm yeah. getting the needs that I needed done. Um, so I can move forward. But, you know, I, I just, I, I really do hope that these experts in all these areas are helping you see that, like, it's not just about having goals and a vision board, y'all. Like, your body is the thing that goes with you everywhere.
0: <laughs> I, I hope so.
1: Your, well, I mean, I guess these VR, they, what do we call this stuff? Virtual reality? VR. VR, okay. Yeah, it's what the kids are doing. And the kids are doing. <laughs> no, but adults are doing it too. So that is the only time you're living a reality that is not with your body. But I I, I really do. Um, I'm like resistant to change on that. Um, <laughs> but I just really want you to think of your health as part of being it till you see it. And until next time. No, I'm kidding. I'm Leslie Logan.
0: And I'm Brad Kroll. <laughs> Thank
1: you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful for you. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending us a DM on the pod. Tag us at Be It Pod on Instagram. And we're going to catch you on the next episode.
0: Love it. Bye for now.
1: The Atelier Seat is a production of Bloom Podcast Network
0: It's written, produced, filmed and recorded by your host Leslie Logan and me, Brad Crowell Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli
1: Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing
0: Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi
1: Special thanks to our designer Mesh Herico for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can.
0: And to Angelina Harrico for transcribing each episode so you can find it on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
1: loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those, socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active Socks and you can go to beapod.com toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E S L E Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is is you should just get the most amazing cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.